Thoughts count anywhere. I'm the fill-in host for Mr. Aaron Phillips. I'm Scott Hosey, <laughs> along with Matt Mullen and the Chief. Good morning, gentlemen. What's up? Good morning there, Mr. Scott. Glad to have you on board. Well, You're far more than a freaking guest host, man. You're like one of the originals. You are the original, <laughs> One of the original misfits? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? So, uh, see, see. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. Aaron, wherever you're at, can you please come back to the studio? Uh, <laughs> He's like, just like that, we're done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he had too much coffee or Starbucks over there. That's a shout out to Starbucks, so please sponsor the show. No. I got, uh, yeah. Are, are you okay? Starbucks. To be determined. I know, exactly. <laughs> when have I ever been okay? <laughs> Aaron, we miss you here at the studio. No, uh, shout don't. out. No, we don't. Wow. No, we Damn. Don't. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Hey, have fun with whatever you're doing. See you Monday. Does his wife know where he's at? <laughs> I always said he was out of oh, town. He's not watching. Yes. Always said Where's my husband? Always said is he was out of town. He was going out of town, so I don't know. Ah, okay. Good morning, Brandy. How you doing today? Hey, Brandy. How you doing? So, why don't we just start with the rundown of I Hear Voices? Yeah, let's do it. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Rumor is the upcoming negotiations with WWE media rights or for their media rights. Warner Brothers Discovery wants a piece of the WWE. Man, that it, it was perfect timing. I like that. That <laughs> what, was awesome. What would this mean Can for a, what would this mean for AEW? Because obviously they're part of the Warner Brothers picture right now. I don't know. I think like AEW would have to be put on the back burner because you know a WWE's the marketing machine. WWE, so they would have to they would get like the primetime shows AEW wants. And then AEW would have to get like whatever's left over, I guess. No, I you know, while I was traveling, um, you know, we're, we're in a group chat and we're talking about things. And obviously, you know, the thing with AEW is they're going over to England or the UK. Yeah. Um, yes. Wembley Stadium, which seats like 90 something million people. Uh, <clears throat> they, there's no way in hell they're going to fill that stadium. No. Unless they give it away and say the Queen's going to show up, you know, raised from the grave. So uh, the question I have is, you know, my thoughts on AEW going way back yeah. is, um, you know, Tony Khan is hemorrhaging money and keeps wanting to do this. What, I mean, honestly, if he loses a network, you know, is he going to be like, you know, another organization and be on, you know, Fight TV or something like that? Be like ROH. Have no place to go? Exactly. Give me his phone number. Exactly. <laughs> but it could be. I don't think it'll ever go that far. I think AEW probably put, like, their foot down and try to, like, stop them from going to WWE for programming, but it is Warner Brothers, for God's sake. I mean, the, the thing I've said for years is, you know, it's it's baby, it's basically daddy's money. Yeah. And he can't even put butts in seats for a football stadium that the team's actually in the playoffs now. So how is he going to fill Wembley Stadium unless he just papers the place? Doesn't he own a soccer team also? Yeah. Over in England? Yep. But You're going to tell him that, that the football game's actually happening? <laughs> we could. And we'd be like, buy a soccer ticket, and you get yeah. four tickets to <laughs> all in London for free. <laughs> <laughs> but two wait. for one or two for eight. <laughs> wait, I'm I'm confused. I'm confused. You got that's easy. I know. You guys got to help me. I thought WWE got sold to basically the UFC. 
Yeah, they got sold to Endeavor, but yeah. all their TV rights are up, so they got to renegotiate all the TV yeah. rights for Raw, SmackDown, with NXT. Warner Brothers, or with any. They're in the negotiations. Oh, okay. That's why Vince is back. I mean, he is the negotiation machine. Okay. Everybody's okay. so worried about him being involved with creative that Hunter still got. And everybody's, oh, look at this bad match. Bad matches happen, people. So, so you know? it's not MMA or any of no. that. It's 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 WWE negotiating. They're basically negotiating with the TV networks <laughs> to get the most money to air Raw, SmackDown, NXT, gotcha. all that stuff. Or how about just bringing back the WWE slash UFC network? I'd be down. That'd be awesome. I mean, they have enough content between obviously old footage from all the library of WWE that you know contains a you know AWA Mid South you know can all I the organizations. One, can I make one suggestion? The donuts are great. I appreciate don't that. use freaking Peacock. <clears throat> don't put Bruno San Martino on it. Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> cut his mic off. Ding ding. He's already starting. All right, let, let's let, let's go into another feud that's been happening after many rumors that there is heat between Seth and WWE after the incident on Raw after Mania. Is there any issues actually between the two right now? I guess from what I've heard that there is no issues at all. I guess they squashed whatever beef happened. But I was at that Raw when that happened, and like Seth was just doing his thing and like trying to get everyone to sing. And then it went to commercial break randomly, and even it was like, the hell? And then the production people were talking to him at, like, ringside for, like, three minutes. And as soon as the thing went back on the air, he just walked out and left. So I guess they cut it for whatever Brock and Cody did at the end, maybe. Well, that whole the, show made no sense. The, yeah, exactly. The, the thing of it is they really have to understand that the talent is out there, but they do, especially when you're on Raw and you have commercial breaks and things like that, they have to obey by them per the contracts yeah. and, and the marketing rights for the networks. That was so, just proof that Vince McMahon literally changed the shit on the fly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I honestly don't think it's Vince. I really don't. I can, you, you hear all the rumors yeah. of, you know, Vince sitting in the gorilla position and making the calls. I honestly think, you know, uh, Hugh Hefner is what he's looking like or whatever uh, is gone. I mean, he's yeah. he's there to be the businessman and Hunter's got the talent. Yeah. And, you know, anything that's gone wrong there with Hunter, they're going to blame Vince McMahon. All the fans, you out there, you're, you know, oh, Vince did this, Vince did that. And it's just like, okay. Shit happens. Yeah. Hunter's going to make mistakes. He's sure. not perfect. He is not Jesus, the second coming of Jesus Christ. So just go with the Fremont flow. Street earlier this week. What was that? Said I kicked him off Fremont Street earlier. Jesus Christ. This week. Oh, okay. And Satan. And, Satan. and within like the same hour. They were both there. Wow. It was funny. I'm sure that's going to be in your little chat here in a second. Right. But the thing of it is, you got to understand that um, Hunter is going to make mistakes. But the fans just stop, you know. Oh my God, this is Vince, a bad match. This is Vince's fault. Come on, it happens. But yeah. as you always said, it's always about putting butts in the seats and yep. selling merch. And they still put butts in seats, Matt. And they still how many empty merch. seats there? Where? Where? WrestleMania? Yeah. None. Exactly. Serious. None. None. I, I'll bet you there was at least one. I'll bet you. <laughs> I'm sure there was a couple, but well, then don't from like that. the mix of like just looking, you're like yeah. Jesus Christ. And you then, would have to look, look to find an empty seat. And then you, if uh, memory, you know, is still with me today, uh, you went to SmackDown. You went to you know Raw yeah. afterwards. Did you go to the Hall of Fame also? Yeah. Okay. 
There were a couple empty seats during like SmackDown and Raw was pretty sold out too, actually. Yeah. Because most people, you know, work and then they stay through the weekend and they want to yeah. see the surprise of, yeah. so with what Raw, but there really wasn't much of the surprise game. You know, I, Raw. I can't believe I waited that long to go to a freaking Raw after WrestleMania and it was like the worst one by far. <laughs> you know, I, by I, far. I could see next, next year, I could see them doing the Hall of Fame into ECW Arena. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Miz is going to highlight it. Awesome. Miz? Yeah. Yeah. Miz, it's his time. He deserves it. That Philadelphia crowd, if somebody like not ECW related goes into that Hall of Fame, I feel bad for them. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. So with that being said. There'll be a lot of cheesesteaks being thrown. We've covered our I Hear Voices and Aaron's in the chat room. So why don't we uh, take our quick first commercial break and we'll come back with some story time with Matt. Sweet. Oh, well. Aloha, this is April Hong, the Royal Hawaiian from Globe, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. Dilo Brown, if you want to be part of one of the greatest podcasts on the world, Thoughts Count Anywhere, every Saturday, 9 to 11 Pacific. Now recognize that. Hey, everybody, Aaron Phils, and I am standing with... Anthony Miller. Hey, I have a quick question for you. What's the name of your favorite wrestling show? Thoughts Count Anywhere. What a convenience. Saturday, 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific. If this guy watches it, better watch it also on Facebook. Welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere. I'm guest hosting for Mr. Aaron Phillips. I'm Scott Hosey. We got Matt Mullen and we got the chief here at... What the hell are you doing my exercises? Look like one of the bushwhackers. Well, I don't know I which could, one it is. The dead one or the... Mm. <laughs> half and half. He might be as limber as Butch. Exactly. <laughs> half, half and half. Not half for something. <laughs> oh, my God. What do we got? Yeah. Let's see. Have a great show. Yes, we will, Aaron. Uh, Jamie, good, good morning, Jamie. How you doing today? Uh, as Aaron said, he's on a special assignment. Yeah, special assignment, my ass. We're, we're, <laughs> we're at, we have no idea. So there you have it. Uh oh, what, what's this? Have what? fun at Anime Festival? Okay. All right. He wasn't able to make bail. Yes, exactly. So he's got to dress up in a unicorn costume. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to be a furry for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Where are your hands between two pillows? Those aren't pillows. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. We Story know. time with Matt. Here we go. And now here is your storytelling host, Matt Mullen, the Mr. Rogers of the Fremont Street neighborhood. Take it away, Matt. What's happening in the neighborhood? All right. Yesterday was kind of crazy. I get a call at like nine in the morning of some lady that's on the third floor and they were like, hey, can you get rid of her? Oh, well, sure. So I go upstairs, like look around and I was like, oh, she's sitting on the floor over there. Start walking over there. She sees me coming. She stands up. She's like, I already know. I already know. I was like, cool. This is going to be easy. I was like, just go down to the first floor. Have a good day. 
She turns around all of a sudden. I'm the freaking devil. You don't ever tell me. I'm going to hex you. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> She's in there screaming the whole way. And I was like, eh, whatever. Hex me. I'm going to hell already. See you there. <coughs> so then literally she hits the elevator. I get another phone call. And they were like, hey, this guy's in the eatery and won't leave. And I was like, all right. No, he's in Denny's. Sorry. He's in front of Denny's. So I go over to Denny's. And I was like, hey, bro, you can't block their doorway. Just go over to Fremont if you want food. Try to ask for dollars over there. No big deal. And he was like, I'm God Almighty. And I was like, <laughs> what? And he was like, I'm God. You can't tell me what to do. And I was like, so if I put, I put my hand on God, what happens? He was like, what? And then I drug his ass out of the building. <laughs> You're going to hell. Apparently. And he's like, well, where do you want me to go? And I just threw him out. And then the devil lady came back. And she was like, <laughs> she wouldn't leave. And I was like, you know what? You need to go down to the very bottom of our parking garage. So you're closer to home. <laughs> she didn't catch on. And they eventually left. And Together? <laughs> arm and arm? Oh, that would have been, been pictures. That was great. I like the pictures of people that you said me racing in the parking garage and not being successful in getting out. Uh, uh, the 10 second police chase. You know, I, <laughs> I, I love your stories every week. There's always something oh, yeah. going on down there. Always. Always. But all you have to do is say always. Fremont street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Under the canopy. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. True that. So why don't we start with the WWE report? Do we and have that, to? Uh, okay. Yes, we have to. All right. I just it's check. part of the show. You just know? check. Yeah. I like AEW myself, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, even, even a blind squirrel finds a nut. Yeah, I know. WWE has reached a deal that will allow its superstars back on Twitch with a pro profit share between Twitch and WWE superstars and the WWE. Twitch would get a portion of the profits. So does that mean Mandy Rose is coming back? It's not a deal with OnlyFans or whatever the hell she's on, but <laughs> oh. it's like the gaming channel. So you'll see like Xavier Woods, Alina Vega, was it AJ was always on there. Oh, okay. Like, I don't know. I don't All the ones don't that play like video. It's like a streaming service to like watch people play video games. Basically. Oh, okay. The, the question I have is why are people up in arms on this? They're employed by WWE. The yeah. WWE is paying their paycheck. It's part of any, <clears> and I don't care what anybody says, please. Put it in the chat room. I work for a government entity in, yes. in electronics and communications. Mm -hmm. If I design something, it belongs to the government or my employer. That's part of any contract with a job. If you design something or do something use, using their name, because obviously Xavier Woods, you know, a lot of those are copyrighted names now, yeah. if it's theirs or not. It's part of your employer. So why are people up in arms? It's kind of common sense. Plus, you're utilizing their bridge of popularity. I mean, they were, but they weren't using like their WWE names on, on the thing. They were using like the real names. But you're still. So that'd be kind of like if you worked for the government, but you also own power play. So that's like government taking over yeah, power play. I, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. But is it because that. No, okay. For, first of all, you know, 
I have signed all my paperwork so I can right. legally have, you know, my yeah. job and then my own sports store. Yeah. So, but they they do not conflict whatsoever. But how would a gaming channel in your wrestling career exactly interact either? I give it to you. But do you think that they would ever have the popularity that they have if it wasn't for WWE? Oh, definitely not. Okay. But I think WWE realized that they were making like six figures off of these channels and were like, oh, sure. no, you might leave. No, we're not doing this. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Can't they? And, and I'm, it's you, an NDA, both you basically. Know, you know a lot more about this than I do. But can't they ne- try to negotiate this t- this right here sure. or things like this into their contract? Absolutely. To where there isn't a problem then? I'm yeah. sure that'll be a thing from like now on. Yeah. But. I mean, just like a lot of them have decided to keep their own name and not allow WWE to copyright it. Yeah. Copyright their own name and things like that or trademark it. Yeah. Right. Okay. It, it's called business. That's what it is. Making sure. making money. Yeah. Yes. Seth Rollins versus Omos set for backlash. What happened on SmackDown? Because that just all just randomly pop up, and I'm still confused. I'm still confused <laughs> why Omos is on TV, but that's okay. I, I, Besides, I, he's I, tall. I don't know. I was, did you watch SmackDown last night? No, I didn't. Uh, Omos I, is not I, under I the not. giant. All well, he is is uh, El Gigante uh, all over uh, again. Sure. Yeah. Okay. This is a darker version of Giant Gonzalez. <laughs> Thoughts and opinions belong to Aaron Phillips. <laughs> uh, WWE Backlash is officially sold out. Does that surprise anyone? No, it's because it's in Puerto Rico and Bad Bunny. Everyone thinks he's going to be like some kind of concert or something. So. Probably, you know, and he probably will do, you know, pre or after, you know, type stuff to, to put butts in seats. But, but, you know, it's the first time they've been there in how many years? First time for a pay-per-view. I don't even remember the last. Yeah, time I mean they they've done weekend. tours over there, but you know basically a pay per view or you know yeah being over there first time it's it's gonna sell out. I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. I mean I don't see why anybody'd be surprised. No, all all it says here is that Jesus Christ is the Savior. That's and re- my girl. Them. Don't mess with my girl, man. That's <laughs> and my girl. Them. Okay. Uh, but no, it says here that it it's the match has seemingly come out of nowhere. As Seth freaking Rollins will be taking on the Nigerian giant Omos. Rollins coming off a win over YouTube megastar Logan Paul at WrestleMania 39. That's all it says. Doesn't say anything else. Random as well. So, they better set something up on Monday. Yeah. Anything's possible. NXT UK Championship gets a new name. Current champion, champion Nomar Dar, was introduced as NXT Heritage Cup Champion. Does anybody care about that championship anymore? I think ever since like Walter and like Pete Dunn lost it, I forgot it even existed, existed honestly. Because they've pretty much done away with the UK uh, uh, programming and things like that. never hear about it yeah. anymore. That's a shame. Now that they want to do like NXT Europe, I think like the whole – UK things on the back burner until they get all that stuff going. He's still working on. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, you know me, man. I'm gonna get to the bottom of it. Everybody thinks this is an iPad. It's actually an abacus, but that's okay. Etch a sketch. At, you know that was the first tablet in Etch a sketch. And I had one. <laughs> yeah. And I still got one. <clears throat> I'll bring it next week. Thoughts on Trish Stratus you and the- my flip phone. <laughs> Is that what we call it now? <laughs> and, and no. <laughs> Brandy, help me out here. Uh, 
thoughts on Trish Stratus's promo? I thought it was actually really good. I don't think people wanted like her to turn heel, but I think she was really like the start of the women's revolution because no one really did care about women's wrestling besides the Shane McMahon. I mean, that came out loud. <laughs> Facts. Well, Stories you know, I've heard. Okay. You know, it was, you know, Sable, Trish. Uh, who else was there? Trish Lee and Sable aren't in the hot. same conversation. Pretty, no. Pretty hot. <laughs> Two of them could wrestle. One of them could not. Well, no, she, one, she, one with Brock, but that's okay. <laughs> but, but, but she had, she placed hands appropriately. Do you remember that? When she walked out and she I paid good money for Liz being this tech room right now. And she took her top off and she and they were there and she had handprints on them. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. That was the See? only contribution she had yes. to wrestling. That's all right. Oh, that was, it, that's it, okay. Hey, it, it put and Brock Lesnar. It, it, <laughs> it put butts in the seats. <clears throat> So, I think we so many ways we could go down this. <laughs> so many ways. Somebody bail me out. God, I give you the perfect line. Duh. No. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Where's our chat room? Predictions. Is, is Brandy helping us out here? No. Brandy, help. Oh, she she's running muck. I think Trish and Lita definitely like were the faces of like the revolution yeah, before it happened. Absolutely. Because so, they were the ones that if you like and you read interviews of Charlotte, Becky, any of the big names now, they were all inspired by Trish and Lita to start wrestling. Yes. That was, oh, there, okay. Yes. Um, it's in the indie report because that's where she belongs, in my opinion. <laughs> I was thinking about an ex WWE diva. Oh. Oh, no, no, no big deal. Yeah. Stay with Star Wars. I laughed as I was putting it. Stay as a Mandalorian. Yeah. Okay. Predictions. For the draft that starts on SmackDown this week, which I have never been, yeah, why? Predictions. Why do we have a draft? It's stupid. It is. I, I don't even think it helps with ratings. You know I mean, what? Who actually started to draft? Was it when they originally split Raw and SmackDown, yeah. and it was, was it like Vince? Ric Flair and Vince. Yeah. Ric Flair and Vince. Yeah. Like it was Vince's idea. Three, four. Okay. But the thing of it is, you know, everybody's like, oh, Vince is back because of the draft. They have to do something because it's after Mania. You have shot your wad and basically, you know, what are you going to do? So they throw in this mock draft. Um, in my opinion, just stay away from the draft. Why did one person have to be on one? It was always cool when, you know, especially in the territories when, you know, New York used to send people down to the Carolinas and that that automatically somebody would show up. Okay. Absolutely. Or, you know, they'd and they'd start feuds. I, I think you're stovepiping yourself and painting yourself into a corner with all these drafts and things like that. And are they going to eventually, you know, combine the, the you know, uncombine the uh, championship? I think the biggest thing that will happen out of the draft is Roman's going to get drafted to SmackDown. They're going to be like, here's your new undisputed heavyweight championship, and they're going to have to put a new champion on SmackDown. You mean Because Raw? if the media rights are up, it's going to look real dumb if you're going <laughs> like, well, our champion's on Raw, but very how much do you want to pay for SmackDown? Yeah, very true. Well, I think we're going to end up having a new champ, like a – I don't know if they're going to bring back like the world heavyweight championship or what they're going to do, but I think SmackDown's going to have its own world champion. You, you mean the one that Bruno you wore? God no! Oh, 
They want people to watch. You tonight. said the world championship. That was Bruno. Aaron, next what, time you call was, me. Wasn't this, <laughs> wasn't this blue or red belt that they've got? It was a world championship belt. That's all I got to say on the mat. Next. I sat next to Karen at the <laughs> on the flight home last night. <clears throat> Didn't realize I was going to be on the show with her. <laughs> Ted DiBiase Jr. released from jail on bond after being caught up in the Mississippi's largest welfare embezzlement scam in the state's history. Thoughts? And let's caveat that again with Ted DiBiase Jr. I think Senior's caught up in this thing, too. It was. It was mentioned uh, like last year or something like that, but... Um, I thought, though, he, he, from what I read, I thought Senior went and talked to them. And cleared his name. And cleared himself. Yeah. And the other son. Yes. But this one here, hey, what's your saying? You're going to do the crime, you got to do the time. Yeah, it's Hunter Biden feels <laughs> the same way. It's that simple. It's, you know. It's that simple. I mean, that's how I look at it. Senior went to the bill. People said, everybody got a price. My son's about three grand. Get him out of there. <laughs> I, mean, I you know, I, I, it's on, you know, here's the unfortunate part, though, is welfare. Okay. That money that was scammed or taken. Earmarked off for needy. Exactly. Yeah, very well, true. I wonder if the state's scrambling for money now. It, it's a positive. Well, most know, states be, are scrambling for be, money. Being that how much. Yeah. From what I've seen from the welfare department, I say about 90% of it's being scammed to begin with anyway. That's true. So it's 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 a shame it came out. That's it, it, is, it, it is. Continuing on with the attack from Trish, Lita seems to be done with WWE, at least for the time being. Chief? That's a shame. Did you watch that match she had? Yeah, she was so slow it wasn't funny. She's Lita, but... I know. I mean... No, she is Lita. We all have a mutual friend, and that's Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. Yeah. Ryan wants to see Stone Cold Steve Austin back in the ring. Okay. I'm a huge Ric Flair mark, okay? I, I'll say it, I, but I'm a Ric Flair mark from the Carolina days. His right. WWE run at the end was atrocious and took away from Ric Flair, the Mount Rushmore. Right. I, I, and I think uh, Lita, I think Stone Cold, even though he's in great shape, he can kick shit out of me any day of the week. Um, but I don't want to see him in the ring anymore. I want to remember them the way he was. Obviously, coming down here, I put in the chat room, I, today, because of physical ailments, I feel like Willie Mays with the Mets. I wanted to see Willie Mays with the Giants and the Mets. For people who are old enough to understand, he was a shell of himself and <coughs> pretty much destroyed the end of his career yeah. of you know how he was portrayed. Lita yes. in that match looked horrible. Yes, yes, True. totally agree with you. Totally agree with so you. So being written off TV, maybe it's not a bad thing. Not at all. I mean, who are we kidding? Out of Lita and Trish, who do the We'll, we'll caveat it. Who does the guys want to see? <coughs> Obviously, Trish. it's Trish. Yes. And, yes. you know, for reasons there being. But there's a couple reasons people want to see yeah. that match at SummerSlam. Maybe she's <laughs> going to put hands on them. Who knows? Uh, you know, I just threw, PGs, I just threw, I just threw that Seth out Seth Rollins there. is going. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just threw that out there. 
Anyway, no, I, I, you know, I'm sorry, but Lita was slow and stiff as at best. Yeah, okay? Tom's yeah. right. Tom, yeah. I agree with you. I don't disagree. I, I wanted to remember. What's the matter? Oh, Tom agreed with me. That's a first. I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't disagree with that. You know, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm glad to see her come back. I, I yeah, <coughs> manage. I mean, she did with the Hardys. I mean, she was pretty much a manager, but, eh. but she's also trying to think who has the biggest ass right now. Her, but Bailey. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Bailey's starting to look like to get you a blimp a yes. little bit. But I was, she, she, she forgot her knee injury healed and needs to get back in the gym and push <laughs> away from the buffet. Yeah, well, <clears throat> all right. Nick Khan said in an interview that after the merger, WWE is expected to cut $50 million from their budget and try to be a lean and mean company. How many talent do you think they will cut, and where else do you think the money will come from? First of all, this isn't a shock. WrestleMania is over. Yeah. You know, we're going into the summertime where, you know, people are taking family vacations. The economy is what it is. You know, they're not going to be able to keep that roster. And the only reason they're fighting for <laughs> roster is what, what, what did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, James. Yes. Um, for those who haven't seen the show before, you know, obviously I'm filling in for Aaron, but there is a chat board that, you know, if you're in the chat room on Facebook or any of the social media, we can see your comments. So if we kind of laugh or something, it's, it's because we have some funny comments coming through. If you some of them it. we can repeat. Some of them we can't. If you, if you see my false teeth fall out, you know it's serious. Yes. Anyway, <clears throat> who, who do you think? Uh, do you think many cuts? Do you think a lot of cuts? Any surprise cuts? Almost. I think a lot of the cuts are going to come from like executives, honestly. Because if Endeavor has most of the power, they're going to keep most of their executives, like HR type so things. You know, the, companies merge. I think most of the management of WWE is gone, minus the Triple H's, the sure. Vince. And like their core group of people, probably like Bruce Pritchard and mm -hmm. Kevin Dunn, all those kind of people will stay. But I think a lot of executives are going to get cut, and they'll probably cut some talent. Just I, I honestly, like some of the names that have like too high of a contract that they don't use, or you know, unfo um, unfortunately, um, I knew this was coming. Oh yeah, this was exactly um, what you and I was worried about, about a good friend of all of ours because mm -hmm. he hasn't had a lot of camera time recently. But then the whole thing <clears> with um, you know, tarot cards coming out to play. So, yeah. in case you haven't seen it, I did ship to you. I did see I did see Carrion's uh, uh, spot last night on SmackDown. Yeah. And he is a hunter guy. So, you know, obviously, him getting some camera time now to me is very influential because I was worried. You know, yeah, me that, too. you know, all of, you know, WrestleMania Battle Royals, <laughs> all we've really seen. Yeah. yeah, that should be great um, if they let it go the way it should. But, you know, who knows? Um, I've never been a binge, uh, big Shinsuke um, fan. I think his is, his <coughs> days are well past. He's more for uh, New Japan and he just, the animation coming into the ring. Just do your shit in the ring. I didn't realize that he uh, uh, ran uh, the dojo, dojo over in Cali. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. And people don't say, oh, it's just because he's Asian. I'm Asian. So, you know, I understand. Yeah, no. um, but I just, I think it. For American TV, it just no, he's, doesn't uh, catch on. He's he can definitely work in the ring though. 
He's I, I his ring work I like. Yeah, his ring work is is fine, but it's kind of stale. What, what you have to have a good dance partner. I think Arian will be a great dance partner for him. Yes. Um, and for people who don't know my history, dance partner, if you don't understand wrestling, means your opponent. You have to have a good dance partner. This guy right here. Okay. I know you guys don't watch like up, up, down, down, like Xavier Woods, like gaming channel on YouTube, but he had like this video where he had like the, they were playing the Tekken game and he put like the mods of everybody, like on the roster pretty much to mm -hmm. put them in the Tekken game. And he had Kyrian cross on there and was like, Hey, hit the square button. And cross pop like hell when he saw he was like in the Tekken game himself. Oh, that's awesome. And then they had a solo. Yep. And he was trying to stay in character and he was just, and then we were like, hit this button. And he saw himself. And when he popped up on the screen, <laughs> he was like trying to hold it in as much as he could, but it was it was hilarious. Was it the north number or the south number? We'll never know. <laughs> So with the, the money being an issue, obviously, after Mania, money is always an issue. Oh, yeah. We talked about uh, HR. We talked about, you know, producers, backstage, talent. Who do you think – who do you think – who's your two talents that are going to go? One male, one female. The way it's going now, I wouldn't be surprised if Bray Wyatt gets released again because they're probably paying him top dollar and whatever he's going through again. Mm-hmm. I can just see them being like, mm, it's not worth it. Never mind. Female. Alexa Bliss. Let's say those dirty words. <laughs> I wanted to see her reaction. <laughs> she's got it. She's I got don't know what the hell they're doing with her. She's either. got a singing, singing gig nothing. now. Nothing right now, are they? Nothing. They ain't doing nothing with her. No. I wonder Female why. To be I'd say Dana. Dana Brooke? Yeah. yeah. That's a good Or, 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 uh, um, do drop. I got one for you. Natalia. No, she, she's, no, she, she just wanted to see the look yeah. on his face. Do drop. Um, oh, yeah. Do drop. That's on there. Nikki um, Cross. Nikki Cross, I could see. Sarah Logan. I mean, she's yeah. part of the gimmick, but I don't think she does much for that gimmick, to be honest <clears> with nah. you. Um, on the men's side, Omos. All he is is El Gigante. I mean, yeah. doesn't do much there. Um, Chief, I don't know. Y'all hit on most of what I was thinking too. Um, well, anybody in the chat room? I, I have your I, I, one I, male, one female. That might be <coughs> well, uh, Tom Ellie, Ellie Knight. For all those FSW fans out there, we've got you know Eli Drake, heck yeah, Riker, Sean Ricker. Yeah, they I haven't think, really used the good brothers since like AJ's gotten hurt. Yeah, that that's a strong possibility there, because we all know those two. They like working over in Japan. So, uh, yeah. what about AJ himself? AJ's never getting fired from no. that place. No, he's like top tier talent. I, yeah. I I don't I don't. But so is Bray Wyatt. Who who would have so, saw that? Yeah, yeah. I don't disagree with. But you. AJ shows up every week when he's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what about what about MVP? Well, if Omos goes, if Omos goes, they're like a yeah. pair. They're yeah. both going, but you know, I'm surprised they haven't restarted the hurt business with Omos and and 
I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to think, will, will they release some of the talent possibly from NXT also? Those are for sure coming. They you said know. they're going to release talent from there like every three yeah. months, regardless. So I mean, NXT. Well, what about uh, Braun? Where's Braun at? Did he make an appearance over the last week? Breaker. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was on NXT. He was on NXT. NXT. Yeah. Okay. Because I think he's last be time I saw NXT is you know obviously when he lost the belt. Yeah. Uh, which surprisingly was about the same time Daddy opened his mouth. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate that. Yeah. But get but, caught up in that. Yeah. You know, and it's funny when when. Is when you hear the seniors say that uh, they didn't have an influence in getting their uh, youngins in the wrestling business, but when something happens or something said, it can reflect on their child. And to me, sure. to me, that's wrong. To me, you know, in, in my opinion. Okay, Daddy may have had a little bit to to do to get Mr. Breaker into the wrestling business, but in the last two years, in my opinion, the son has done everything he's needed to do <coughs> to make his name what it is today. Whether he stays in NXT or eventually gets moved up to, I figured he was Raw after Mania. To be honest I, with you, so did I. I, I don't disagree. They, I don't disagree. Apparently, they were saving all these like. For the draft to make it bigger. Never thought. But every that. time, like, Charlotte says, like, her dad didn't get her in the business and all this kind of stuff. Come on. Their dads definitely opened the door for them. And but push them Charlotte through. and them, like, kick the door down yeah. and, like, prove themselves. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, continuing on, and after this topic, we'll take a quick break. So, a lot of the wrestlers have their blue check mark removed from Twitter. Anybody care? What the hell? Not really, but I guess since like Elon Musk took over, he has like this new Twitter blue thing you gotta pay like nine dollars a month for to get like the check mark. And they got rid of everybody's check mark unless you pay. So which you're, you're wrestling fans are wrestling fans, so you're basically $108 a year to get a blue check mark. Pretty much. Because you're if you're if you're a, a a talent celebrity, something of that nature, you can yeah. okay. 108 bucks, people. I can just see like <clears throat> let's take a GoFundMe account for them. I can just see scammers buying those blue check marks and being like, hey, I'm a fan of, you're a fan of me, send me blah, blah, blah. And yeah. way too many people are going to fall for it because I've seen too many warning messages already. Even um, when they had the blue check marks, I've seen like Alexa Bliss post. All I know. That's like, not me, don't do this. True. I'm Very not going to DM you asking for money. Don't I just think it's sending people money. You know, you've got hackers and scammers all over the world. You know, oh, it's yeah. been, you know, hacking into computers, people's <laughs> bank accounts, but people get a job. Thanks. Anyway, yeah. I don't have Twitter. I don't even know what the hell it is. It's a tweet. It doesn't work on flip phones. Yes. I, I it's don't, a twit. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. He's, he's a Twitter. <laughs> well, that being said, we'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back with Matt, Chief, and I'm Scott, filling in for Aaron after this short commercial break. This is the story of one man's incredible journey from 350 to 200-pound weight loss and his mission to help and inspire others. Aaron Phillips. People are praising Aaron's new book with five-star reviews. 
Aaron's various humorous and wildly entertaining stories portray his rise as a sports announcer, his encounters with exotic and irregular entertainers on the Las Vegas Strip through his long-running Vegas Unwrapped radio show, and his contagious and positive style of pursuing success. Call now or visit our website or Amazon now to get your copy of Let My Voice Speak to You, stories from a Hall of Fame radio personality. Order now. Welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere. Blue check mark for Aaron Phillips, who's watching us. He's actually paying attention. <laughs> I'm going to be great. I, I didn't know they had internet in jail. <laughs> <laughs> internet How'd you sneak that phone in? Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, today at noontime, today and tomorrow, down at Tampa Fairgrounds, Thunder Championship Wrestling. Start time is noon. Also, Power Play Sports Cards and Collectibles well, Before you show. give me a shout-out, today at noon in Tampa. Yeah, this is this is Ronald, our, our buddy. I, I understand that, but right. aren't you a little late? No. <laughs> well, I couldn't get a word. It started in, like an hour and I could, 40 minutes. I, Sorry, Ronald. I couldn't get a word in edgewise. So, he was doing you know, his lumberjack stuff. Because you guys were. So I'm doing it now. So anyway, let me go to the next one. Now that Did I we was, already start Chief's rant? Now that I, no, not yet. Now that I was rudely interrupted. Last Wednesday, August twenty sixth. WrestleMania thirty nine. Shut up. First and second. Turn his turn his mic off. The first oh, president of the United States. Fuck you guys. I ain't doing the hell with you. So I'm going on strike. Turn my mic off. All right. With that being said, why don't we do Chiefs rant? I don't have one now. Oh yes, you do. <laughs> General Porters, General Porters, all hands man your battle stations. Set material condition Zebra throughout the ship. Make Zebra report to DC Central. Because the chief says so. Good morning, folks. This is the chief. My three minutes of fame is now 2.58. Anyway, we have a young fellow in our Las Vegas wrestling family uh, by the name of Gunnar Johansson, who is uh, in the hospital, been diagnosed with lymphoma cancer, uh, 16 years old, um, trained had some training with Carrion Cross. And uh, next Sunday, April the 30th, at the uh, FSW Arena, uh, Mr. Joe DeFalco and uh, his partner in crime are putting on a show. There is going to be prizes. One of the prizes is going to be a... Uh, family four pack for the anniversary show that'll be held down at uh, at the Silverton. Uh, there is a GoFundMe page for Gunner. Also, uh, Brandy Lowry started, our sister. And uh, this um, 
this Monday, he uh, starts his first session of chemo of six. So, uh, um, you know, it's keeping him in our prayers. Uh, if you want to send cards, send cards to, uh, to uh, the hospital. Or uh, you can get a hold of Ken Johansson. And Ken can give you his home address. He won't put it on Facebook, and I won't put it out here publicly. Uh, shouldn't be. Uh, but send a card. Or, you know, send a, uh, as send the guy said, send a tweet. You know, whatever. Um, <clears throat> but Gunner, you're in our prayers, and uh, let's get this over and done with for you, son. That's the Chiefs rant today, over now. Absolutely. God bless. Um, 13 years old is too young. 16. 16, sorry. That's okay. But uh, I've known him for years. But I yeah, you have. I remember, remember when he was like super small? Yeah. And the like now he's, FSW shows. Now he's but, six foot eight. Yeah. But the thing of it is, too young. Um, but it also brings us back to not just Gunner, but we need to understand that life is too short for everyone. Um, yes. Friends, family. Take the time to just, you know, send a hello to some people. Just don't yep. post. I, I hate it personally when people just put this <clears throat> blanket statement on, you know, Facebook of I'm saying hello to everyone. You know, why don't you just pick up the phone or send them a private text? Stop being you damn ass lazy and make those, you know, calls. Um, recently, I've, you know, caught up with my cousin who I hadn't, or my cousins yeah, so who hadn't seen in 30 years. Oh, wow. Uh, I saw unfortunate that. situation about it, but, uh, you know, um, life is too short. And as Aaron always ends the show, you know, we only have each other. So um, I think the world needs to be a little kinder. It really does. Um, over the past few years, and this is my rant right now, my two minutes of fame. You can have it. Um, I think we forgot who we are. Yep. Um, you know, we're not a third world country. Uh, we need to learn what uh, um, policies, rules, um, being polite is. And, uh, you know, for those who can't see, I have a bad wheel right now. I kind of blew a knee. And uh, I can tell you, trying to get through an airport, how many people just literally stood in my way, wouldn't move. And I'm saying, excuse me, in the kindest voice possible. And they look at me like I'm some freaking alien. Well, you know what? Go screw yourselves. Yeah. Real simple. Facts. We need to uh, just definitely um, show our love and support for each other. What, what, what was the old one? Please and thank you. What? Please and thank you. We what? Need, we Those need are pretty we, far exactly. and few between. We, yeah, we, need exactly. a lot, we need a lot more of that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so speaking of line, so speaking man. of jail, we'll skip the next topic because <laughs> um, Sonny's trial for manslaughter goes on to start on um, August 16th. And I don't think I'm getting airplane ticket money back. I don't think so. Okay. Um, I don't think she's going to be appearing in power play. No, not, I, I think I got a bunch of unsigned photos. And, yeah. and if she does, don't let her drive there. Exactly. <laughs> Uber. How? How does anybody? I mean, Uber's there, Lyft's there, friends are there. Yeah. I mean, please. How do you drive without a license? Watch Jeff Hardy. Oh, I wasn't mentioning <laughs> names, but that's what I was it's thinking. It's called stupidity. It really is. It really is. 
Summerlin Hospital, and that's the address. Okay, awesome. Room 645, care of Gunnar Johansson. Perfect. Or I was going to say, you know, possibly just take them down to FSW, and yep. somebody yeah. there will make sure yep. they get Brandy, Chief, Joe, Rocky. Somebody will make sure they get oh, cards yeah. to them. Uh, WWE working on a new children's game show, a trivia show where kids will go against WWE superstars. I think it should be a spelling show because I've seen some spelling posts recently from wrestling fans that need improvement. But that's oh. Okay. <laughs> That would be hilarious. like the one I posted the other day. Uh, what was that guy thinking? Or, you know, I have no idea. Some wrestling fans are just out there. So, yeah. <laughs> the game show, a trivia show. What I'm assuming it's going to be wrestling trivia. I would assume so. He's lost again. I was out there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you have the gold buzzer here. You like that one, did you? I mean, I I remember seeing the game shows recently that had Jericho on, you know, Family Feud, you know, guys versus girls, things like that. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? That's the one I was just going to say. Didn't they have a show with children on it, asking questions and this and that, and and but it was adults, and there was kids on it too that were smarter than the adults, (laughs) you know. Can you imagine what's going to be like with professional wrestlers on it? Oh uh-huh. my God! I've seen the curriculum of what the kids are teaching now. They ain't smarter than the adults. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, one time I could use that line. <laughs> hey, but you know one thing: what people fail to realize is a lot of the professional wrestlers have college degrees, sure, and are not stupid. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. The, uh, the, the other side of the coin, <laughs> chief stupid, <laughs> makes me shake my head sometimes. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. like people that bring championship belts to matches, you should have to defend them or bring like eight of them, like I saw or, WrestleMania, or, or fifteen of them, and have a poor guy in a car like this. <laughs> that too. Hey, you know, I got to tell you, I've been very impressed with Chelsea lately. Chelsea Green, yeah, she's uh, she's coming along. She's coming along. I'm, 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 still, she's doing. I'm still not a fan, though. But I, I'm, I'm watching her. Her, her in ring talent is good. Behind the scenes, <laughs> oh, that came out loud. <laughs> you, you know, can, can can I bring a can I bring a topic up that's sure. not on here? Yeah. Bring up whatever you want on how I express my opinion. You all have been around wrestling quite a while. You, sir, I want to ask you specifically. You like that specifically? Sure. My false teeth stayed in. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> if you have a person that's coming in to do a signing, not for you, not for you specifically, but coming in to do a a signing, an autograph session. Yes. And they like wrecking product and throwing product and signing it like shit. Willie Mays who? And you pay your hard-earned money. Mm-hmm. Is it right that they're allowed to do something like that? 
they can do whatever they want. It's the promoter's prerogative to bring that talent in. I mean, years ago, yeah, years ago, I had, you know, um, for those who don't remember way back when, when I did shows at the Riviera and I was the second promoter ever to have Bill Russell, who is the Boston Celtic great. Um, he never, he was notorious for never signing autographs. Um, Rich Altman had him in Boston. And then, um, I cut a deal with him to do, uh, the show here. It was people to this day walked in or, you know, I can still, he, there's no way you have them. Oh, well, I did. I scored a deal with them. Um, I had some partners at the No Fear Company and things like that. Um, that show consisted of Steve Atwater was the, the lesser of the guests okay. and Jerry Tarkanian. Uh, the wow. other guests were Barry Sanders, Brett Favre, Bill Russell, Mickey Mantle. That's uh, kind of a good that's lineup. That's a collection of yeah. who's. Um, I have I was offered many times Willie Mays, but Willie Mays was notorious for being a complete asshole. Um, you know, if people asked him, you know, like he had a baseball of some sort, you know, could you sign it to Matt or something like that? And if he just he would purposely like rub his finger over the signature to smear it, roll it back to you, showed very little response of just sitting with his head down. And that's not the autograph guest I want in my events. Yeah. And that's, you know, how they should treat the fans. Yeah. The fans put butts in seats and pay your paycheck. Yeah. I mean, if you don't want to be in that position, don't take that job in life. Um, the other thing is, yes, do I believe in um, autograph seekers? Matt, you know this from – I don't. I really no. don't because um, I, I worked for the Padres organization for a while. <clears throat> I saw how they were hounded. So any signings or any things you see at my store or on my website, even though like Karen – Carrion, you and I have sat down with Carrion, had dinner. Yes. I will not ask him to sign a single, single thing at, but Carrion or any other people that do uh, signings or have, a, it's business and then it's friendship. Yeah. Um, yep. So they do deserve their privacy. Um, I just ask that, you know, if you see them walking around and they're busy with their family, leave them alone. Yep. But uh, the, point, the point I was trying to get is I think. It, if if you if you're a, a person that's gone to get an object signed, mm -hmm. it shouldn't be destroyed by the person that's signing it. Sure. Oh, I totally and agree. That person should be held accountable. Did you see MJF video going around? Yeah. Don't go there. <laughs> no, no, I I, I agree. Um, but you know, the promoter, in case that would be me. That's their prerogative in bringing those celebrities to the event. You're taking that risk. Okay. Now, if they okay. accidentally sign over somebody's name because oh, I want this signed in gold or purple or green, and you know, it hap that happens. That happens. But if there's, you know, smeared signatures or talking, tearing up stuff, that's yeah, that that is the promoters. You, buyer beware when you get celebrity guests. That you yeah. know, check them out. Make sure they're not complete asses. True. Um, like Pat I Morita. I appreciate you. Pat Morita, you know, um, Karate Kid, uh, right. Mr. Yeah. Miyagi, yeah. Uh, Arnold from Happy Days. Great guy until he asked for a glass of wine. And then he became instant asshole. I'm being serious. And, you know, I won't sugarcoat. Wow. He had one glass of wine, instant asshole. Jeez. But, you know, and I felt horrible for the people, you know, that were still there because they came with Happy Days memorabilia, Karate Kid memorabilia, things like that. Um, but no, I totally agree. Well, I pre and I, I we went off topic you, a little bit, yeah. I appreciate you, you, you fellas, uh, you know, answering that because it really it 
I've seen a lot of it in here, and 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 it it really bothers me that a person's gonna, you know, a person's gonna spend their hard-earned sure. money, and then you go up and uh, it gets signed where, and then eh, or mm -hmm. eh, and true. Uh, but the other thing is, you you gotta understand is if you're going for autographs, be careful where you're going. Mm -hmm. Most of that stuff that you're seeing is when they're at airports or when they're, you know, out and about um, or it's made for YouTube special. Um, if they're at a public signing like I do with my events and things like that where it's a pay, most of the time the celebrities, you know, not only do I vet them, but are very respectful. But if you're going up to them and they're at dinner with their family, buyer beware. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, but there are people that all do WrestleMania week saw that constantly yeah and the there was like a hotel the hotel like they were all at there was a shut them down yeah, yeah there was a red like a lot of people because of the whole Rey mysterio thing like that video going mm -hmm. around of like people trying to get like their 30 pop sign yeah. and flipped out on mysterio and they thought they were going to post this video to make mysterio look bad no it actually turned around and made all autographers look bad absolutely and like one of my friends is really good friends with kevin owens and Kevin straight told him, he goes, the whole, like, roster agreed not to sign yeah. for a while to, like, teach everybody a lesson. That's but when it blows over, like, everyone goes, like, far and beyond, like, above what they should be doing. Like, even if you get go to the airport or whatnot or see them out and about, like, be respectful. You know how many times absolutely. I've, like, gone over and seen, like... Oh, absolutely. Sign this, sign this, sign this. Like, just shove it in his face. Yeah. No, like, I, Randy Orton was like, have you ever heard the fucking word please? Yeah. And and to go for, you know, to get 20 things signed, you know it's being resold. Yeah. And like I said, I've never done that with my company. When I worked for the Padres organization, um, I, I would always put a baseball on the table. Yeah. The team would, the other team would give me a dozen baseballs to put on the table because they would sell them in the gift shop and stuff like that. I always just put one baseball on the table. And if the guy signed it during their stay, great. So yeah. I've got a lot of team baseball signed from back in the, <laughs> the days. Okay. Um, but uh, the other thing that I go to is um, how you mentioned, you know, everybody getting a lot of stuff signed. Um, just a quick little short story and my pay, minor hit short stories. Um, growing up, Steve Garvey of the Dodgers slash Padres was my idol. Yeah. Um, say what you want, Hall of Fame or not, you know, paternity suits, whatever. But he was my idol. And I was working for the Padres the last year he played. And I had a huge baseball card collection with, you know, 90% of uh, the Garvey cards that were produced at that time. Yeah. And I had him in my locker because, you know, I have a, you know, even if you, you have your own locker, had him in my locker. And he came out of the game early and sat in the locker room and just chatted with me. And for a kid that was, you know, early or late teens, that was just incredible. Sure. You know, watching with the Dodgers yeah. and that. And I actually said, you know, I have a collection of your cards. He actually asked to see it. And he's flipping through. He goes, you want me to sign any of them? I'm like, no. And he's like, you sure? I'm like, he goes, I'll sign a whole bunch or whatever. And I'm like, no. I said, just sitting here talking to you is good enough. Um, interesting part was when he left and got on the team bus, he comes, he came back into the locker room where I was working and actually handed me a bag that had a baseball in it. And basically a very nice inscription to Scott, you know, 
one of the best, blah, 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 Steve Garvey. Never asked for it, but, you know, I respected him. Yep. He treated me the same. And I guess that's – you guys know at my shows, I hate sitting next to the autograph guest uh, because I, I, I kind of hate that interaction. <laughs> I just like to talk to him as an average person. Yeah. And, you know, it's just – at that time, I'm actually paying them as an yep. appearance inside. Sure. I just – I'll go afterwards, have dinner with them or, you know, breakfast, pick them from the airport, all that kind of stuff. But it just makes me kind of uncomfortable myself. So I understand the whole situation. It is kind of cool. Like after like running around as a kid, like going to get autographs and like, just like seeing them for a second. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) Last week. Last week. Okay. But like, thanks to like you and like CAC and like all that kind of stuff, I kind of got like a in with some of these people. Yeah. And like, just like sit down with like them and sit there and like bullshit about like literally anything is just I mean a crazy experience. You, you and sometimes. I did a show a number of years ago down in LA. Yeah. And that was awesome. We went to dinner. Oh no. Uh, you know the people we had there were uh Carrion. Yeah. Tessa. Right. Eli. Right. Greg Valentine. Good. Yeah. Okay, keep going. What a- Sabu, Sabu, but he he stayed at the hotel with Jeannie. Yeah. Um I'm missing somebody. Paul, uh, Paul London. Paul London. Yeah. yeah, we all went to Applebee's Marty, afterwards. The moth. Marty. Yeah. <laughs> what a cool. Oh, yeah. It was, <laughs> but we had a great time. Even though they were, in a sense, working for me in that autograph uh, event during the day, we all went to Applebee's afterwards. Had yeah, a great time. Sat there for hours. Um, people were like, "Who are these people?" You know. But you know, we had fun. We chatted. Yep. You know, just at, like friends, and that's what yeah. you should treat them as. So, like one time at like CAC, I got like went with Wes Briscoe, and he's like, "Hey, do you want to go to TGI Fridays?" And I ended up at a table with Gerald Briscoe, Jr., mm-hmm. JBL, Pat Patterson. I'm just like. What is life? What's going on right now? <laughs> when I was on the board for CAC, sitting there uh, at a table between Pat Patterson, Jr., and now I forgot. Stone Cold. No, but Kevin. I, Kevin. I had three of uh, Vince. Yeah, no, not Kevin. Like Vince's Vince's slaughter. brain trust right there. The brain trust, JJ. like right in front JJ, of JJ. Uh, yeah, JJ. Duh. JJ. JJ. Jim Ross and uh, Pat Patterson at one time. You know. Three fourths of you know Vince yeah. McMahon's brain. Well, that's like the night that I was fortunate enough you invited me to sit with mm-hmm. you all at the table. JJ, Joe Briscoe, Pat Patterson, and then uh, Gerald's son comes over, and uh, uh, I forget who. I, well, Carrion was with mm-hmm. us. Kevin was with us, and I forget. There was somebody else. I never laughed so hard in all my life. And I got to tell you, I am so fortunate that you introduced me to JJ because I have sat down and talked and talked and talked with JJ about him growing up in Trenton and me growing up in Trenton and reminiscing about our high school days and things like that. And uh, the area and where we used to hang out at, and him wrestling at me. He told, you know, he told me a story. He wrestled at Moose Hall, and it got so bad. And that was the Moose Hall was the the venue in Trenton where they held professional mm-hmm. wrestling. And he evidently it, it it was right around Christmas time, and they 
brought Ox Baker in. Well, you know, Ox was notorious for trying to start riots. And uh, JJ told me, he said, it got so bad in there that um, I ran out of the ring. I ran out of the building in my wrestling gear mm -hmm. during the snowstorm and went down to the National Guard Army and had somebody from the National Guard Army go back to Moose Hall to get my stuff so I could be safe. And I can believe, you know. Sure. East Coast wrestling fans are nuts. Yeah, we are. Well, I can tell you that the one, you know, memory I will always have of uh, CAC in my days of being on the board, you know, was, um, you know, getting to know um, through through Nick Bockwinkle, who is a good friend of mine. Right. Uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Um, uh. Pulling ribs on Bobby. He actually <laughs> turned around with Mike Tanay one time and looked at me and pointed from the stage and goes, nobody has ever gotten me like that before. And it was, yeah, I'll just leave it what it was. That's okay. he, he turned around and looked at Nick because he thought Nick did it. Nick's like, <laughs> but, you know, and that's when Bobby was still Bobby. And then, yeah, you know, year, year before him. he passed away, he sat at our table uh, where I was sitting. Um, you know, obviously he was a shell of himself. Yeah. Um, couldn't speak. That was like truly sad to see. Yeah. I mean, just. Very much so. But he looked at me, he smiled, and he did this. <laughs> and Bobby, that's Bobby. Right. Oh, right. Let's got a couple more topics and we'll take a break. Stone Cold Steve Austin said said to schedule a new show and having no time to get into proper ring shape stopped him for wrestling at WrestleMania 39. Do you think he was really on the. the there was a rumor that he was going to go against Lesnar. Do you think I, I just think that was a rumor? I mean, to be honest with you, do you think his knees would hold up? Really? For somebody with a brace on his knee right now? No. <laughs> no, but, but, no, but he doesn't wear just one. He wears, he wears two. both. Yeah. He wears both. both. I, I, like I look like half a stone cold right now. Um, <laughs> but I, I just, like I go back to another copy. I don't want to see him. In I don't need It's like the nostalgia acts. You like yeah. always want to see, but you don't want him to like tarnish their legacy at the same time. If he's going to do an appearance, he does a glass break, comes down. Picks up a chair, smacks somebody, walks away. Do not. All I wanted to, yeah. I didn't want to see him wrestle. Yeah. I wanted LA Knight to come out and cut do some promo. promo. Yeah. And then Stone Cold come out just to hear the what. Yeah. And the yeah battle to exactly. go on would have been. Yeah. You don't need amazing. to see the, the ring work anymore. It's best. Let him drive out in the beer truck again. Do the beer truck stint. Beer truck versus a milk truck. That would be all right. Beer truck, milk truck on a rope match. I would be all right. <laughs> Biggie say, says he has no pain and is feeling 100% great one year after the injury. Have the doctors cleared him? I don't think he's gone to the doctor yet, but don't hopefully. Be, don't, don't, be, don't be stupid. Biggie, don't hurry. You have kids. Do not hurry. <laughs> he doesn't, That's how, actually. Do, do not, not, he's not do a heath. Not he's not a heath. He's not a heath. He doesn't have kids. True. <laughs> Ask Sean Kemp. Uh, <laughs> Cody Rhodes had meetings in L.A. during WrestleMania week about potential movie and TV roles. He's done a lot of you – know, he did that game show for a while, too. Yeah, he did Arrow. Um, he's done – he's not, done some stuff, but I guess he wants to be like Ken in the new Mortal Kombat movie. That'd be kind of cool. Well, you know what? I, I think it's a good because – Wrestlers' bodies today don't last as long. Yeah. So it's good to have a solid plan B. Yeah. Even though I'm Ask almost Rock. positive, <laughs> he swung that door wide open for wrestlers. Yeah, exactly. So, I still think Cody wins the belt at SummerSlam. So I think he's going to be 
busy for a while, but I think he's going to have. You know what? I don't think so. I think it's Hogan and the AWA. He's always going to be chasing. And the fans will always think he's got the belt. Uh, Very similar to the Hogan screw job that you know happened in Minnesota, uh, St. Paul, Minneapolis. You know, one, two, three, Bachwinkle, wrong ref type thing. They yeah. gave Hogan the belt for all of you know a day, and then Stanley Blackburn reversed the decision. You're going to have stuff like that because that brings back old school. Don't forget who trained. It who had, trained Triple H? Killer Kowalski. Killer Kowalski. It had it happened down in. Uh, Texas too. Mm-hmm. Nick lost. Uh, I still think. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say Nick lost it down there to uh, Kerry, and turned around next week. They had another match. Nick won it right back. So yeah. they even talking about like earlier when they said like SmackDown might get their like new belt. Would it like actually mean the same thing? Like not beating Roman to be world champion at that point? No. And I don't think they need two belts. I think they need to. You can't look, have a look, world look, champion on like a limited schedule. He's got to work both shows. He's got to work both shows. But look at Flair. Look at Harley. Look at Dusty. Yeah. Um, you know, Nick was offered. The- <laughs> Boring. Yeah. Stayed up in that little area, up in that part of the country. Made a whole lot of money <laughs> for senior, though. But, you know, Nick, was, Nick was offered the NWA belt. Yeah. And then he yeah. went, How many dates? No. no. <laughs> you know, I remember hearing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flair and you know Harley because he actually called Harley because they were good friends. But uh, those guys traveled the world. Yeah, five out of seven days they were wrestling somewhere twice on Sundays. Type you know the old story. But you know Flair when he had the belt would go to you know World Champion or uh, Texas yep. for the Von Erichs. He'd go up to you know Amarillo area. He'd go to the Carolinas. He'd go, go down to Florida. For go to Rams, Memphis. Go to Memphis. You know, the only place I don't remember. And travel was a lot harder back then. The only two places I don't re- and and I'll just say use Flair. He didn't. He, I don't remember him going to Portland. And I don't remember him going to San Francisco for yes, Roy, he, yeah. for Roy Shire. He, he did work for Shire. He did work yeah, for he Shire. Worked for Shire. But I don't yeah. remember him going to Portland at no, all. I don't remember Portland. I listened to Ric Flair's podcast, and there was like he was talking about like when he was NWA champion. There was like one weekend he went from like L.A. to Japan to England mm-hmm. to somewhere else, and then ended up in like Minneapolis or some crap. Yeah. I was like, this guy did this in a week. That's nuts. Yeah, and it, it wrestlers was now would be like, oh, no. Yeah, never. And and travel was a lot harder. You didn't have all the connections, you know, multiple airlines, things like that. So you know, it is even when it like is. we had Cody Rhodes for the autograph signing, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to Vegas, then L.A., New York, Toronto, and then back to somewhere this weekend. I was like, you obviously didn't quit WWE for the schedule. Yeah, because <laughs> now it's a hundred times worse. Okay, it's bad enough for my glasses, but I can't read the whole. I mean, hold on. Yeah. Here's a question we. Haven't tragically lost Owen would have surpassed his brother's legacy and been champ. Yeah, Owen definitely would have been champion. Oh, he would have been champion. I don't think he. I don't think I, he would have. Uh, no, and for all this, yeah. 
I don't well, think he would have like passed his bread, but he would actually, why don't like... we take a quick commercial break? We've already passed the top of the hour. We'll continue with the AEW and ROH report. But if you can bring up Tom's chat, and then I can respond after that. Uh, I'm Scott. <laughs> you're Matt. He's Chief. John behind the board there, misspelling our names, but that's okay. We'll see you in a few minutes. This is John Cena. I just, I just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? Is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere because they do. This is your warlord of weird symbology, and you are watching Thoughts Count Anywhere right here on Facebook, Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific Coast time. Stay tuned. Do I look like I'm clowning around? <laughs> Buddy, I'm Aaron Phillips, and I am with the legend. And Sabu, you were telling me earlier about a special wrestling show that you really like, and that is what? Thoughts count anywhere. That's a coincidence. The same show that runs Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific, right here on Facebook. You better listen to the man to watch. Okay. Welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere. The little commercial there. Shout out to Sabu. Um, hope he's feeling well. And I am Scott Hosey filling in for Aaron Phillips. This is the chief. That's Matt Mullen down there. Let's continue on with the AEW ROH report. Reports say Chris Jericho is now Tony Khan's closest confidant in AEW right now. Surprise. That ain't a surprise. I thought he always was, honestly. <laughs> do you think do you think that the Twinkies can actually run an organization? No. no. And do you, okay, Jericho's there. We know there's heat between Jericho and another individual, which I I've always said is a complete asshole. Nobody believed me. He's a worthless piece of shit talent. But he's rumor has it he's coming back. Yeah. God, I hope not. Thank you. Anyway, Matt, do you think he's coming back? I think once they announce the first show of their new Saturday show is at the United Center. I Chicago. think it's just writing on the wall of when he's coming back. Bring him back in Chicago and have him job. Why does AEW go to Chicago literally like every month? It's a hotbed for wrestling. It's like the Carolinas. It is. Yeah. Jesus. And you can pull. Here, here's the thing. you got to think about organizations. And it's what Vegas had a, uh, an issue with years ago. Times have changed. Is Vegas doesn't have a suburb. Nope. Henderson is not a suburb. Nope. Our closest suburb is Phoenix. Yep. In Southern California, L.A. area. So, yeah. so you're looking three, four hours each way. Yeah. Chicago, within an hour, you got four or five major cities. So they can draw from those areas. Yeah. That's why the National Sports Card Show is always pretty much in Chicago because yeah. they have the it's center of the country. You know, if you are going to travel, in, it's not too far. But you got Milwaukee. I mean, you got a whole bunch of other yeah, little, yeah, Cleveland, yeah, sorry, exactly, Detroit, yeah. So Pittsburgh, it's it's easy travel to draw from those. So you know, Chicago is easy, easy yeah. money. Gotcha. But you know, I was going to say, and 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 I I I agree with you, Scott. You know, you you go back and look at it. You had places like Chicago, uh, Charlotte, uh, Philadelphia, Madison Square. Uh, you go down into 
uh, New, or New Orleans. Then you go over. Then you go over into uh, Arkansas, where um, uh, Bill Watts was. Then you go down. You had, and correct me if I'm wrong on this. Tully's granddad and Fritz both ran wrestling down in Texas. Is that correct? You mean Mike? you mean Joe Blanchard? Yeah, Joe. Dad. Yeah, Tessa's granddad. Yes, but yeah, it was uh, San Antonio area. Yeah. And then, and then Fritz was down in the Dallas, Dallas area. area. Okay, and then, then you know, then you have Pittsburgh and you, or uh, Portland, and you had uh, Roy Shire in California, and that that was you know, it, when you traded bits and pieces, mm -hmm. it's it's travel. When you, I mean the International Hockey League, the IHL, that was here when we had the Las Vegas Thunder. Okay. The reason that league folded was because the Thunder left uh -huh. because we were the middle point we were the hub from you know san diego la the ice dogs going up to you know san, uh salt lake to phoenix we were that you know hub and yeah. it, we had made travel you know interesting but um are we going to be the hub for the uh, athletics now <clears throat> all i know is i'll be going to the yankee games <laughs> Due to expanding television, I, I think this is hilarious. Go Due to expanding television schedule, AEW is limiting talents to indie dates and obviously their non-TV dates. True. And then, you only put about a, 200 people in seats at times. It's a little hard to rent, rent an arena. True. 200 paid versus, you know, you get 3,000 in there, but only 200 paid. That's a little difficult. A little bit, but I figured, like, this was coming anyway, just if, like, they're going to expand everything and try to – do more but, TV shows. You don't want like your top talent being like, oh, I'm going to go to this. But a lot of that talent left WWE because we talked about it earlier yeah. about, you know, limiting what I can make on uh, other projects and that. Isn't that why a lot of people went to AEW? Yeah. They were able to have their own creative, you know, type thing. But all they're becoming is baby WWE. Yep, WWE light. Yeah, exactly. AEW is set to start focusing on Rings Sting's retirement. Didn't we already have one? Shouldn't Sting have retired a long time ago? He's just a complete shell of himself. Also, well, he, he can is, do the sting, he can do the Stinger splash, and then you know he rolls out of the ring for ten more minutes to catch his breath. And I, I was I was a Sting fan. I, I like you know, but who do you yeah. think Sting's last match should be against in AEW? Sting's last match should be against Ric Flair. Uh, I mean, if you if you go how it went, you know, in their careers. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean. If Ric it, Flair wants one more match to make up for that last match. Yeah. But I honestly think that the, Hall of Fame talent, Emmett Smith, did not retire as a Cardinal. No. One day contract with the Cowboys. Yeah. You know, I think, you know. Talent like that in you know is a zero cost contract, but talent like that, go back, make your amends. That's you know, Emmett Smith, nobody remembers him as a cardinal. You know, I was confused as hell when you said cardinal for a second. I was like, oh yeah, he was for a minute. Yeah. But you know, and Joe Montana is a chief. That was so dumb. You know, people don't remember, you know, Jerry Rice is a Seahawk. Nope. You know. Sign those one-day contracts. Go back, make your men's, and and put that stamp on your legacy. Plant that flag. I wonder if Sting's collecting uh, social security yet. 
He should be. He's in his 60s. He's 64. Yeah. I want to see MJF start retiring all the older people just to Fuck see. MJF. <laughs> That's their only talent they have, in my opinion. Darby Allen, who I don't think is a good talent, will face Sammy at on Dynamite with the winner to face MJF at Double or Nothing. Wait, I thought we were going to get a lot bigger of a main event than Darby Allen versus MJF at Double or Nothing, but yeah. I thought I thought uh, first of all I, I thought Sammy and and MJF worked something out to where it's going to be Sammy wrestling MJF out here at W Double or Nothing. They're having a pillars tournament because those four are like the four Correct. pillars of AEW. But but and. Darby Allen got the bye. Correct. MJF helped Sammy win. So now it's Sammy versus Darby. Next week, the winner goes against MJF. Yeah, but and you know Sammy's not winning this because you're not going to put two heels in the main event of their biggest paper. But there, there was a, there How was do a, you have time to figure this out there, in your life? There was a, there was a <laughs> thing, though, on the show. It's a four-person tournament. It ain't that complicated. <laughs> there was a thing on the show, though, that where Sammy and MJF got together. Yeah. And and MJF gave Sammy a blank check. That basically, if he goes against him at double or nothing, he has to lay down for him. But he's not going to get two double or nothing. You don't to think lay so. down for it. You don't think so? No. <laughs> What's he laying down for? <laughs> but, uh, for Tao, uh, Tao. But, but let me let me throw let take me, on. Let me ask this. I thought Sammy was uh, Jericho's boy in the uh, in the faction. He still is. Well, I wonder, looking at what I saw uh, the other the Jericho other, in the main event. No, the other what I saw in the in the after in, that it's going to be Jericho show, and Cole for sure. In the show, it was uh, to me it looked like uh, Sammy and MJF were kind of getting buddy buddy, and I'm just wondering if Sammy's going to do a turn on him on uh, on Jericho somewhere down the line. And it's I think they're already teasing it because when they're doing like their promos. Somebody said, Sammy, you won like all these titles by yourself, and now you're just known as Jericho's bitch. And so, so maybe <laughs> so maybe the Chiefs right on one, huh? One a hundred, yes. Continuing <laughs> on, as Aaron Phillips would say, give me some, give me some. AEW signs commander to to a contract after his match with Jay White on Diamond. If Jay White didn't save him from like four or five different botches, he wouldn't have got a contract. Good. I got to tell you, there was I'm so not a Jay White flippy, fan, so. crazy shit. In like that you said, match. right there, Jay White is nothing but flippy. That's all he does. Commander's nothing but flippy, well, but, but yeah. Jay White literally saved that guy yeah. from either injury or fucking up something crazy. Yeah. Big time. Warlow wins back the TNT championship. Does anybody care about that championship? You know what? I'm glad. I'm glad he won it back. But what I don't understand is why they only kept it on. Uh, his opponent for powerhouse hog yeah they they only had it on him what couple months and that was it they flipped that belt so often yeah, now that, yeah. it's a 24 7 belt almost pretty much almost dex harwood shuts down podcast ever too much backlash inside and outside of the business yeah you don't talk about children yeah sorry I'll bring it up. Yep. You know, you know, you know. We 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 talked about this earlier, and and I'm going to say it so everybody can understand it right now. When are you talking about children? We're wrestling fans first and foremost, okay. And when you or I, as a wrestling fan, do something that's uncalled for, 
and you don't think there's going to be repercussions, folks? Well, I'm going to tell you what. I back Mr. Harwood 100% shutting his podcast down because you do not bring up people's families. It's just, it's uncalled for. You know, as I say, if you don't like what I say, well, just bring it, comment, pick up the phone, 702-942-3207, give me a call. I'll gladly talk to you. Or meet me outside, and I'll gladly talk to you outside. Not a problem. With a kendo stick. You're damn right, and I can handle a kendo stick. Uh, Believe me. But you don't mess with children. Very true. Period. I think that goes and back to common courtesy of what our country has become. Thank you, sir. Should AEW sign Goldberg? <sighs> Dear God, I like how there was people online literally petitioning for Tony Khan to have Goldberg versus CM Punk in a match in AEW. Goldberg. I was like, shut the hell up. Goldberg. Delete Twitter now. What's going to happen in Chicago? All right. Well, Rebellion Impact results here. Matt, why don't you read? Why, why don't somebody. you do a rundown here of the uh, results of Impact Rebellion? Sure. Champagne Singh and Shara defeated Heath and Rhino. Okay. And then we had the Coven retain the Knockouts Tag Team titles against the Death Dolls. Ace Austin and. Chris Bay, now known as ABC, defeated the Motor City Machine Guns to retain their tag team titles. Joe Hendry, Dirty Dango, and Santino Morella defeated the design. It was cool to see Santino hit the Cobra again. Hey, my boy. After all these years. My boy Dango, man. <laughs> Mr. Dirty. Yes. <laughs> PCO defeated Eddie Edwards in the last rights match. Everybody saw that coming. Sure. That guy's still not human. I don't care what anybody says. Trey Young retained... His X Division title beating Mike Bailey and Jonathan Gresham in a crazy, crazy match. Tommy Dreamer, Team Dreamer defeated Team Bully in Hardcore War. Prayers out to Tommy Dreamer and his family. As he said, he's taking time off because his family members are pretty ill and he's going to take care of them. Yep. Nick Aldis returned to Impact Wrestling. Shocking. Okay. That's not shocking to literally anybody. <laughs> And then since Josh Alexander relinquished the title, the main event was to declare a new champion, and Steve Macklin defeated Kushida to win the Impact World Championship. Okay. Matt kind of figured that one too, didn't we? Oh, and Deanna Perrazzo defeated the disgusting Jordan Grace to be the knockouts champion. Okay. What is she doing? So now we have like a new power couple in Impact Wrestling because yep. Deanna and Steve are both champions. Yeah. And then Nick and uh, Mickey, you know, should team oh, up against. No. <laughs> I don't like where this is going already. No. Why do I see Nick with the belt pretty soon? Okay. So do I. Now. No. <laughs> I just told. told. <laughs> don't call people and give them ideas. <laughs> You know people that are like influential. 
Impact Indy results. <laughs> Goldberg talked at least one intercontinental promoter or inter international, international promoter about a four-city tour as a retirement match. Says he will not give up on wrestling career without a retirement match. T Technically, he's had a lot of retirement matches. He's put a lot of people in retirement, unfortunately. <laughs> he's retired too many yeah. people. Ask Brett. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm, uh, yeah. Okay. He doesn't um, leave on his back like you should. My favorite person in the world, next to uh, Nia Jax. <laughs> Mercedes said she will not stop. Till she's recognized as one of the top wrestlers on the planet, including men. That's just hilarious. Could she? They get better. The whole interview was freaking hilarious. Could she? What's make, she smoking? Could she make that happen in Japan or no? Hell no. First of all, attitude gets you nowhere, young lady, and I'll tell you that to your face. Um, well, uh, it just no. Maybe. I mean, the fact that. You know, obviously WWE wasn't good enough for her, which made her a freaking millionaire. Um, you should see the next bullet point. I know. <laughs> um, the fact that Definitely. you didn't have AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, I can keep going down the list. You know, no disrespect, Joe didn't even want to pay her. Uh, <laughs> you had to go overseas to get a job. Yeah, but the thing is, if you keep away from Snoop Dogg's shit, reputation is everything shit. in the wrestling. If yeah. you've never been to Japan or wrestled over in Japan, it's a different culture. And you better have respect over and, there. <laughs> they're not going to tolerate. No, bullshit. they're doing. They're doing it for butts and seats right away. They're not going to tolerate they, it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who's running. The two major companies over there. It used to be Antonio Inoki and Giant Baba. Both have you know gone. Both have passed on. But I so I don't know who's running the companies now. But you're not going to pull that bull crap over there. I'll just put it that they way. They will beat the crap out of you. Hardcore. They will mm -hmm. use kendo sticks. No. Anyway, Mercedes says that WWE isn't the big time. <laughs> And she is she just bitter with WWE? Hell yeah, she is. I don't know. Wow. I still don't understand how that whole thing happened over being booked wrong as the tag team champions. Like the only person that, that really hurt was here. Naomi. Yeah. And even though like skip a few, she stardom tried to sign her with Mercedes Monet, Sasha Banks, whatever you want to call her, but Stardom didn't want to pay her the money she asked for, so I don't know like what got into her either, but that ruined Naomi's career for mm -hmm. sure. It did. I mean, especially who she's married to. She's part of the bloodline. Yeah. So they were gonna take care of her no matter what. Well, and that's what you know, that's what I was gonna say, even though it unfortunately happened. You know, being married to one of the Usos and and, and the longevity of the family. They're, they're taken care of. You also walk a different line. Yes. Um, so. When you're in a family type of arrangement, yes. as the bloodline is, um, you know, Rikishi was at my event a uh, couple months back, mm -hmm. and he and I had some conversation. Yes, they're taken care of. 
but you also have respect for the business because you have a history there. Yeah. Yep. Good, better, and different. And yeah. she was taken down a bad path by yep. Sasha. And I'll call her Sasha. I don't care what you want to call yourself. You can call her yeah. whatever you want to call Starts her. Starts with a B. Oh, well, I was, Ends with an H. I was, I, I was giving <laughs> no, you just, I, I was giving I, you latitude, I still, sir. I, I, as you guys are aware, and I've mentioned it before on the show, you know, I was on travel with my other job yeah. in uh, Knoxville and w- walked into the hotel, and I'm looking at EC3 at the front desk with me. And I'm like, huh? Didn't dawn on to me that it was Monday, and that night they were Traveling. in Knoxville. They were in Knoxville. Yeah. Um, I'm sitting with Ricochet and a few people at the bar a few minutes later, bullshitting like we always do, and uh, Bailey and Sasha are at the other end. And the guys are trying to, in, you know, just have conversation. And it act, they acted to them like they were just non-existent. That's insane. Bailey and, and, Bailey Sasha. and Sasha. And I'm glad Bailey got away from that because I've heard Bailey's attitude has changed a little bit on the personal side because she was leading a bad path. And obviously when Bailey got hurt, she had to go away a little bit. But then all of a sudden, you know, you had Naomi jump in there and then bad path. Uh, you know, it's done well for her career. Um, but yeah, it just attitudes like that. First of all, I never thought she was a great talent. There's reasons why she was billed the way she was, uh, but, um, no, that's why she'll be in Japan for a short term. And then, um, she'll be, uh, hopefully keeping that Disney contract for the Mandalorian because that's all she's got going right now. Is she, is she still, uh, she's on the Mandalorian. No, no, I was going to say, Spoiler alert. is she still wrestling in Japan? Yeah. Yeah, she's, a she's their champion. champion. Yeah. Oh. But I heard her contract's almost up, and she's trying to negotiate for, like, one more match. So if that goes sideways, I think her pay Mandalorian's already done filming, yeah. so I don't know what she got to do. <laughs> she's got two years in the next you know, trilogy to come <laughs> they, or, they could pay her in sushi. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to skip the next one. I want to leave that for the last topic. Uh, MLW heavyweight champion Alexander Hammerstone possibly oh, okay. tore his groin during the War Chambers match, and the mat ha- match had to be adjusted on the fly. I'll find. Any, you'll find out. I'll find job. out next week. Supposedly he's wrestling. And we go week. into stardom. Obviously, didn't sign Naomi. Nope. She wanted to be wanted too much money. Yep. And Jordan Grace becomes a free agent after Rebellion. That's First okay. of all, what the hell did she do? I mean, I... ask Ryan. Ask Ryan. Ask Ryan. He knows who did it. He knows who did it. He knows her dealer. <laughs> ah, I, I, I thought we were going down that path, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> High five. <laughs> did I miss something? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you later. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so here's the topic. That... I know something you don't know. <laughs> so, um, there's a reason it happened so fast. We're, we're after this next topic, which is going to take a few minutes. Yes. We'll take a take our last commercial break just so Aaron can pay some bills. <laughs> if, if one of his books sells, uh, <laughs> XTNA wrestler. Cable Re- bills, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I'll call my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Thrawn is BR549. She, she is suing a multitude of people, including The Rock, Nikki Bella, Jim Cornette, Billy Corrigan, and even the late Chris Benoit for conspiracy to kidnap her and her family. She is seeking $3 billion. 
Drugs are bad, okay? <laughs> Step away from the cocaine, okay? I mean, seriously. First of all, when, how long, statute of limitations, I'm sure I just threw that in there for the hell of it because I'm pretty sure Chris Benoit has passed the statute of limitations. A little bit. <laughs> in more ways than one. You know, I don't think he's going to hang around for the trial yeah. either. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to be a little late. <laughs> he's a little stiff on dates now. <laughs> How did the court like let this go through? They said she can like continue on with this thing. If I was a judge, I would have been like, "No, I want to see Judge Judy on this." <laughs> but but seriously, I mean, um, I, explain this to me. She was going to be kidnapped as a child, apparently. I don't know. From who? First of all, you've got WWE slash F. You've got Jim Corn, Billy Corrigan. Did she go to Smashing Pumpkins while the re wrestling match was going on? Um, I don't get it. I don't either. It was like 30 names. I only named like a couple of names. Yeah, I, I saw thing, But there was a ton of them. According to the site, the lawsuit was filed against dozens of parties that include wrestling legends, promoters, NBA legend Michael Jordan, various police departments, and at least one individual, Chris Benoit, who has been dead for 16 years. The lawsuit alleges that the defendants conspired to kidnap plaintiff and her children. The site notes that the 48-page lawsuit most consists of the list of the defendants, some of whom are listed multiple times. Does it say how old her children are? No. 47. Because her children are 47? <laughs> no, she's 41. Kids got to be in their 20s. So this... This, Obviously, if they were going to be kidnapped because Benoit died at 60, this 16 lawsuit, years ago, they like five. This lawsuit includes the state of Texas, the El Paso Child Protective Services, the FBI, the Las Cruces, New Mexico Police Department, the NYPD, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Mexico, New York. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Say hello to my little friend. Keith Miller, Nick Be Nikki Bella, Chris Benoit, Mark Jindrak, Panda Energy, Home Depot, Florida Championship Wrestling, Steve Kern, the NWA, Billy Corrigan, Deep South Wrestling, Bank of America, Michael Jordan, several universities, Jim Cornette, McFoley, New York City Area Energy Company, Con Edison, and more. Holy and so thoughts count. And thoughts count anywhere. And thoughts count anywhere <laughs> is being named in the court case. Hell yeah. <laughs> It's the best publicity we'd ever get. I swear to God, I would show up as a defendant <laughs> just to see what the hell happens. Can you? Oh, God. She should be the next poster child for the D.A.R.E. program. She, she's, <laughs> she's 41 years old. I don't think she's going to make it to 42 being this fucking crazy. Wow. Now, you, uh, and I'll, I'll just say it. I don't know, and, and you know me about uh, drugs and alcohol, but I'm going to say that lady's got a problem. What lawyer took this case I and even saw these names and were like, yeah, this is a good idea. Wow. Wow. Same lawyer that's trying to defend Sonny. <laughs> Tammy, He's been looking for Tammy, a I love you, but wow. her whole defense is, can we get a plea deal? <laughs> I've known Tammy for years. She's, that, that court case of hers is going to be what, New Jersey, I believe? Hit Wrigley Brothers. 
No, Ringley Brothers of Florida. <laughs> Florida man versus As Peanut would say. <laughs> you like that? I, 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 if anybody in the chat room can explain this court case to me, please put it there. Please. Besides the word drugs anywhere in your chat. Drugs are bad. I'm good. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. So listen to this. <laughs> wait, there's more. Wait, 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 wait. Biggers still has a bench warrant for her arrest after she failed to appear in December on the charges. Biggers was indicted on the charges in August 2019 and was at one point one of the most wanted fugitives in El Paso when she didn't show up to court. She was finally arraigned in December of that year after no showing two court appearances and having her bail revoked. So why did we even give her press time? No shit. Seriously, why is did... New Mexico that like not crime ridden that somebody didn't show up for court and they were El Paso, in El Paso, El Paso, which I was just there not too long ago. <laughs> so okay. somebody didn't show up to court in El Paso and they're like the most wanted fugitive in freaking Texas. Hey, I think they got a couple more fish to fry than that. If you ever been to El Paso, it's <laughs> there's a freeway and you look over one side, Juarez, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and many and many wrestlers. Uh, that wrestled down there for Gory Guerrero went over into Mexico and had to get there. Which, which, by the way, yes, sir. Um, did I stir a point? Up? No, you uh, mentioned Gory. Gory. Um, I tried to do something very nice for myself and very respectful. I could not find it. It is wrong on the GPS. Um, I was in Phoenix, Scottsdale area, and I wanted to pay my respects to uh, um, Eddie. Oh yeah. Um, because. Uh, his grave is there. It was literally a block from the hotel. Yeah. So usually I'd walk, but I drove. Uh, <laughs> um, and I wa I limped, I'll say, around the cemetery for okay. probably an hour. Um, just wanted to, you know, because Vicky, I know, watches the show right now. Sure. I tried to give my respects. Um, uh. After the class I was in down in uh, Phoenix, and it wasn't uh, double or triple, you know, yeah. <laughs> class. Um, <laughs> I, you know, it was after five o'clock, so the uh, office for the cemetery was closed. Uh, but I, I did try. Um, not that I'm gruesome or anything like that, but, uh, yeah. you know, just out of respect. Out of respect for it. Anyway. Makes sense. But, it's like Bill Anderson. That's like an email. Yeah. And, and I actually tried to reach out to Bill um, because I know he's been there. And I was like, yeah. you know, there's a thing on the funeral uh, cemetery website that gives the exact GPS location. Trust me, I know how GPS works. I do that for satellite work. And I, I was right there and I'm like, no, Damn that ain't, it, that ain't that? And I'm thinking, and, and unfortunately, next to him was a grave that was being built or dug or prepared or prepared, however, yeah. not a disrespect. And I'm thinking, no. oh, crap, you know, uh, but <clears throat> I have read enough today. You want me to read it? Go I'll for be, it, sir. I'll we'll give you, give you some airtime because <laughs> especially we got 20 minutes for 10 names. So I'll give him the chief. We're, we're, it's we're, time for birthdays. Birthdays. I mean, we're birthdays. That's how I do it all the time. On April 22nd, we have Ezekiel Jackson and Chuck Taylor. Somebody asked me who Chuck Taylor was. I could tell him. So I did put it on. April 23rd, anyway, productive day. Tony Atlas. 
Terry Gordy, John Cena, Dominic Dijakovic, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, Moose, and Jesse Goddards. I told you it was a busy day. April 24th, the late great world champion, Luthez. April 25th, Chubby Dudley, one, one of the Dudley boys from the ECW era. April 26th, Crusher Jerry Blackwell. There's a good wrestler right there. Drop kick at his weight. You got it. From standing drop kick. From uh, Stone Mountain, Georgia. Georgia. Kane, Yeti, the amazing Red and Tank Abbott. April 27th, Vladimir Kozlov and Johnny Devine. April 28th, Alex Riley, Drew Gulak, and Star. That's it this week for birthdays, folks. To right. Chiefy over and out. So anyway. I like how, you know, Fez, you always, because you, you and I definitely do the history part here with Thomas. Um, oh, yeah. You know, Lou was the first president I was on the board of with CAC. He, oh, was, really? our, he was our president okay. at the time. Um I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, and I still remember having dinner with his lovely wife, Charlie. Um, Sam's Town. There was the Billy Bob's Barbecue was downstairs at the oh, time. Yeah, back in the corner. Back in the corner. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, having dinner with uh, him and Charlie and um, just reminiscing about old times. Uh, and I about once a year, I, I re can reach out to Charlie. He was a tough-nosed wrestler. Definitely a shooter. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, you know, the story that I have of Nick telling me when Nick Bockwinkle is breaking in, he's in the locker room. And, you know, there is a young man here that you know, I had some influence on early on, Cody, um, who learned, you know, you walk in the room, you shake everybody's hand. Yep. If you know what the hell you're doing. You shake everyone and show everybody respect. And even as world champion, Nick, or not Nick, Lou at the time, walked in the locker room and was shaking everyone's hand, going down the line. When he got to little Nicky Bockwinkle, <clears throat> Nick looked up at him and said, what, let me piss on your lap? <laughs> Lou, and I mean, this is Lou Thez, the world champion of all, you know, the world at that time, laughs and walks on. And Nick had a lot of the veterans, because he was still little Nicky Bockwinkle, look at him and go, what the fuck are you doing? And Lou came over and sat and down next to him, put his arm, and he's wondering... The story goes that Warren Bockwinkle, you know, obviously Nick's and dad, yeah. Nick and Warren were very close. Right. And so Nick actually was babysat by Lou and Charlie early on. And, you know, obviously kids in diapers do certain things. And <laughs> it was just a funny story. And, you know, those are the stories I have of Nick. And, you know, it just. He's such a good guy. It was a wonderful guy. So we got about 10 minutes left, and we have our pop culture. Do we, did I miss anything? Did I miss you, Aaron? I don't miss you, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> but with that being said, some pop culture stuff. We'll start off with the do lovely we, city do, of Oakland. Do we have to? I don't think anybody's ever said that sentence. I know. Lovely in city of Oakland. And, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Even my wife, who Go ahead. that side of the fence. This is a shithole. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, um, yeah. For those who have not been up to the Bay Area, Oakland and San Francisco until recently was like Juarez and El Paso. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> um, Oakland was a shithole. It still is. Um, 
you go across the bridge, you pay $15 and, you know, thousands upon thousands of people go across the bridge and none of that money goes into the streets. Um, the Coliseum, I mean, for those who don't remember, the A's actually played opening day baseball here probably about 15 years ago. Um, I remember that. Because the Coliseum had flooded with sewage and they couldn't play their first home, se- home series there. So they actually played their first home series opening weekend at Cashman Field. So we have ties to, um, yeah. you know, and my old boss, Don Logan, for the Aviator Stars 51s, um, shout out to Don, you know, has always had ties with Oakland, uh, you know, uh, Billy Bean and the, the group there. Um, but uh, we we have stolen everything. Somebody put in a chat room, are we going to steal their basketball team too? And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me, that's going to be the only thing please, they have left is the Golden please State read, Warriors. You know, and the fact that, yes, they already lost their basketball team because the Golden State Warriors actually played in the parking lot of the Coliseum. Their arena is right there, hmm. or was. They moved over. I think it's it started off as Chase Bank Arena or something like that over in the middle of San Francisco. Very nice arena. Um, so Oakland has pretty much lost all their teams. Uh, I think they have a soccer team, but nobody cares. Um, yeah, we've stolen all their teams. They're already mad enough. But you know what? I can't say we've stolen them. They have lost them because obviously the Raiders in Oakland always had a tenuous relationship because they, you know, back and forth to LA. Um, The A's, they've been telling them for years to build us a new stadium, put us somewhere. I think it's the last of the cookie cutter type venues that are still there because back Mm -hmm. in the 60s, early 70s, the stadiums, instead of redesigning, they basically did cookie cutter. Um, places. Yes. Um, now you have the three oldest stadiums right now, or actually four, I think is uh, um, Boston, Wrigley, Dodger Stadium, believe it or not. Yep. And actually, uh, if you want to call it Angel Stadium or wherever they yeah. play down there. Yeah. Um, the, the sombrero. The big A or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, no. Is Oakland going to be re- – re- first of all, I think there's too many sports teams here already. Um, for our economy, for our population, we do not have 5 million people here like a Phoenix. They are going to keep the aviators here. So, which they're playing off the fact that you have the Golden Knights and you have the Silver Knights. Yeah. Um, first of all, a lot less games, you know, 40 less games. Um, if you go to a Golden Knights game, pretty much 60, like Oakland, or not Oakland, I'm sorry, the Raiders, half the crowd is the other team. Yeah. And you go to uh, – Ryan and I went to the Oilers game. There are more Oilers fans in the crowd than really Golden Knights fans. Um, you can say all you want, but – There was a couple, like, Oilers fans that were in uh, – walking around downtown, and I was, like, starting to talk to them. And I was like, oh, you guys here for the game? And they were like, yeah, it's cheaper to come to Vegas to oh, go to a Golden Knights-Oilers yep. game yep. than it is to go to an Oilers game at home. Yeah, well, very similar to, you know, how, you know, I used to travel to L.A., um, to see the uh, the Knights, even though I had season tickets, um, which officially I gave up my tickets this year. Um, the uh, same, you know, going to Phoenix up until, you know, their new stadium or, you know, or lack thereof of 5,000 seats. Um, well, a, a but, lot. But when, the snowbirds come down here because it's a lot warmer. Too, yeah, when I worked at the hotel, a lot of them came down. They would, they'd get special packages yeah. airline and the hotel oh, yeah. and everything. So it made them. You know, it made it a lot more pleasing for them to come down and a lot cheaper, like you were saying, than going to Canada, than them going to their home games in Canada. 
Yeah, you can get like vacation and a hockey game out of it. So yeah. Yeah. The only the only thing with this with, with Oakland, uh, uh, and I read an interesting thing this morning. It looks like that uh, the A's are going to play at the stadium up. Uh, well, yeah, because it's going to take them about two, two and a half, three years to build a stadium, but you can build a casino in a year at Station Casinos. But, um, but I, I, this is my thought. Okay, I don't want the Oakland Athletics here. If we're going if we're going to get a baseball team, build it from the ground up. You and I've been in, around baseball so long. The Oakland A's are the minor league team of the New York Yankees. Billy yeah. Billy Bean has traded off so many players to the Yankees. Now their best player their first baseman that they had, they just, they traded, well, he was a free agent, left last year. He's playing down in Atlanta now. Mm -hmm. So they've got nobody to build a team on. We've got their triple-A team here. Mm -hmm. We can see what they've got at triple-A, mm -hmm. not much. <clears throat> I think even when, like, we got the Golden Knights at so first, I'll leave it at that. I think a lot of hockey fans are, like, excited to, like, cheer on the team but didn't really know about the team but they're more excited to see like the away teams oh yeah absolutely but then the golden knights got like really good and they were like everyone just moon's planet and stars aligned for the golden knights yeah. That's what happened. Here, here's going to be the interesting but the ace sucks so everyone's going to go for the away here's going to be the interesting question look at what the oakland ace <clears throat> oakland ace tickets are right now over in oakland mm -hmm. When they come over here next oh, year, they're going to be ten times the price. Thank you. Well, they're going to be that because obviously they're going to have to do some stuff to uh, Las Vegas Ballpark um, because both teams are going to be playing there. So it's going to be a challenge on schedule. So there's going to be a lot of wear and tear on that field. They're not going to have, you know, a team comes in for eight or twelve games, you know, homestand, and then have eight or twelve games to redo the field. That's going to be every day. That field's going to have getting on Tropicana is going to be such a pain in and the ass. The, the location of the stadium, uh, Station Casinos, the Fertitas. God bless you. Everybody wondered why when they were off in the, the Fiesta properties and <coughs> Texas Station and they off the Palms, why they bought the Wild Wild West. Because yep. no. that's where the stadium is going to be. Yep. It's not going to be at the Rio. Everybody thinks it's at the Rio. No, it's on Tropicana, yeah. not Flamingo. It's yeah. down past. Yes. It's where the Wild Wild West, the little shithole casino used to be across from the um, – Orleans? Nope. No, no, um, it, uh, it was a Chick Fil A. No, it's In and Out Burger. In -N -Out. The Next first, in -N -Out. the first In and Out yeah. Burger we had. Yeah. It's that little shithole casino hooker ridden um, place. Right. That uh, they bought that land, and everybody's like, "Why?" You know, and then they didn't build anything on it. They leveled everything, and it's been kind of eh, leveled for a number of like two years now. Uh, it's, it's down past the Legion Stadium, correct? South. Going south. It's, no, it's north. North of it. It's north of Legion. It's north of Legion. North, north Holy of, shit. Can you imagine what It's almost right it's across right, from T-Mobile. It's right across from T-Mobile. Can you imagine? On the other side of the bridge. They're trying. And why why did they stations buy that property? Unless they knew something. Uh, and then all of a sudden. trading. What? No. But if there is some kind of event at T-Mobile in that ballpark. And like Allegiant at the As same Taylor time. Taylor Swift or something like that. Tropicana is going to be a freaking I'm never nightmare. getting on the 15 ever again. <laughs> Can you imagine what Frank Sinatra is going to be like? 
Traffic oh, around I, there is good. I thought he's dead, but that's I, okay. No, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, Frank Sinatra drive. drive. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember when, like, SmackDown was here. And what I thought Martin's I was going to cut through, like, oh, that area to uh-huh. get to MGM from work, and I forgot Taylor Swift was yep. there the same day. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. What you're going to be or, – or they have the, the one at the uh, – what the hell's the hotel next to Aria, the other one. Cosmo? Uh, no, not on that. Planet if, Hollywood? No, same, right in front of uh, Team. You got T-Mobile Aria's Park here. MGM. Park MGM with the, the, the with no Park MGM. And they've got the concerts in there. Oh yeah, that'll tie it up too. They, and, and heaven forbid there be a jousting thing at Excalibur. Well, here's your question: <laughs> where, where, where the hell's the where the where the hell's the parking going to be? All I'm about to say, if they, they don't build parking for this damn stadium, they're not going to build parking. I mean, you, it's. We almost lost – people don't realize we almost lost the Raiders last minute because at a stadium that holds 63,000-something people, you're supposed to have like 17,000 parking spots. Yep. They have less than five. Yep. And that's why they, they have, charge $100 to park. Yeah, and that's why they bus everybody in. They, you know, they've I, done a great job you know, for the most part, you know, unless I, there's a BTS concert. I've always said, <laughs> why don't they – why don't It's the only they, straight guy there. Who are we kidding? Why don't they build out by the racetrack? Because there's no fans that will go out there. Why? From now, and I know you're going to say, "Well, the race does it." Race fans are completely different. They no, go different no, breed no, of people. No, <laughs> no. They take their campers. Trailers. No. <laughs> their houses are on wheels. They go out there and park. I've got a redneck. <laughs> what, what are you trying to say, sir? Yeah, exactly. So, but no, but, sir. I, 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 wait, wait, stop. Sure, stop. You've been to Yankee Stadium. Yes. How do you get there? You go by a train. Overhead, huh? Or in some cases, underground. Or right? underground. Yeah. Okay. Yours so, was on cart and horse, so, but that's okay. so you do. So you do an over, an overhead, like a monorail. Oh shit! Ain't that smart? Yeah, that stopped at MGM instead of going to the airport. Then, Thank and, you, and Cab then, Association. And then, and then you run it up. Yeah, you, and you, you run it out to you the do, airport. The, the, you do know there is one individual that's actually planning beneath us, building a. Uh, yeah. Yes, Mr. Yeah. Elon Musk. Yeah. They have talked that he's actually going to put stations we, at those locations now. Smart guy's got brains. And but what I'm saying, plenty. He of wasn't land, foreign. He'd be our next president. Plenty of land out there. Secretary of Defense Dwayne Johnson. Plenty, plenty, <laughs> plenty of land out there. Well, I, I I totally agree. Or out by South Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. South closer to the strip. Yeah. And our last topic for today: playoff hockey. Go Oilers! Oilers is my pick, even though they lost last night. If you're betting on them, yes. If you're betting on, do you think the Knights have a chance? I think they might squeeze by the Jets by like the skin of their teeth in Game Six or Seven, but I don't know if they're going to get past the next. They have playoff hockey to me is a lot different. You need a goaltender with a name. They they, they have have you have in the history. You have Broder, Waugh, Marc Andre Fleury for those Knights fans who can remember him. Um, Brissette is not a name. No. Hollabach. How do we have Jonathan Quick on the roster? He wasn't even dressed yesterday. I mean Hollabach uh, for the. Jets. I mean, you have names out there. Um, I honestly, my pick early on, I put it in the chat room, is the yeah. Oilers versus the uh, Bruins. I hate every Boston team on this planet, so <laughs> the Oilers better win that if that happens. It's almost a crime against hockey that Connor McDavid doesn't have a Stanley Cup. 
Connor McDavid will never be the greatest Edmonton Oiler because he's living. Oh, in he's got he's shadow. Got Gretzky. Yeah, there's no way. But that man is. <clears throat> if there was ever a one and a one A in a franchise, oh, that's, yeah, that's it. Um, and for all the Knights fans that think the next coming of Jack Eichel, he's the next team's bobblehead. Um, the one hit he's done. First of all, take nothing away from Jack Eichel. He's a great skater. Hmm? And he's a great scorer on NHL 23. Um, <laughs> he actually is. He's like my yeah. leading goal scorer in the game. The trouble is, by far. he's a one-man show. If you looked at the last – I mean, granted, he scored – I think he was second uh, leading scorer. I think Marcia so. Um, yeah. But uh, <clears throat> he, ask Buffalo how their playoff runs went. Oh, they didn't have any. Okay. Um, if you have the greatest U.S. player – I don't care U.S. Canadian, but if you have one of the greatest players on your team, you're making the playoffs. Yeah. Buffalo never made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, last year we missed it. This year, one I think you lucked out. Make the team yeah, one though, player sir. doesn't make the team. Um, I, I, his his passing and his selfishness. I was at the game where he circled the goal three times, and he I give him credit. He scored the goal. But when you have the other four players on the ice literally put their sticks down because it's a one-man show, it goes back to Kobe when he was younger. Hopefully Man. he grows up and, you know, learns to pass the ball. Watch Kobe's except, uh, last speech. He went to – me and Ryan went to He even game. mentions it. Yeah, well, me and Ryan went to one of the Knights games. It wasn't like overtime. And I was like, oh, the Knights going to score? And then Eichel got the puck. And he was just like, I'm going to do this myself. Fuck it. Yeah. And he just came around everybody and scored. But, I was like. But the thing of it is, that doesn't make a season. No. No, no. Yeah. The, now, you asked the question, will the Knights go on? Um, Who do they got? I, I, they play tonight. Yeah, they play tonight. I, I, th- I think there's a good chance that they can go well, to the can, next yeah. round. But I am upset at you that you didn't mention one of the greatest goalies in, in hockey. Mr. Bernie Perrant. Parent? Okay. (laughs) Perrant. Not parent. Perrant. It's like Patrick Roy. Okay. So with that being said, uh uh-oh, he's he's hard at typing right now. We're already one minute over, and we got to let John go. So let's – I was just seeing who they're going against tonight. Who they're going against? Oh, no. Today, 1230. No, if the Knights beat the Jets, who's like – I think it's Colorado, and that won't be an easy – I don't think Colorado has it easy against the Kraken. Uh-uh. Oh, we have the winners of the Kings Oilers. We ain't getting past the Oilers. <laughs> I I know they're down 2-1, two, 2 overtime. Very fluky goals. We won't um, get past the Kings. The Kings give the us Kings trouble. Yeah. Well, so do the Oilers. Well, yeah. I mean, but come on. You got you, – the Oilers number two in the Pacific. And if we get out of the West, ain't no way in hell we're going up against the East. We are not a physical team. But the East is much more physical. Yes. <clears throat> so with that being said, final thoughts, Chief? Uh, Toronto and Toronto and Seattle for the Stanley Cup. Go bet money, you'd be a millionaire if you make money. I know that. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, hey, folks, it's been it's been great. Uh, great week, Scott. Thank you for coming in. And I, and I, you know, you didn't let me do it, uh, but Power Play Sports and Collectibles, Sam's Town, August 26th, 27th of November, 
fourth and fifth. Uh, come on out. This gentleman puts on a hell of a card show, and uh, uh, I think we're all going to be there, if I'm not mistaken. I Usually think, forced I, to be. I think we might be. <laughs> I, I think we might be doing a podcast. Yes. And, uh, um, Thank you, sir. Uh, Family-wise, I'm here for you. Thank you. You got my number. You know whatever you need, I'm here. And thank you for coming in. Yeah, thanks for coming on. It's always good to see you. You're always out of town. Don't see you that often anymore. I swear. I leave tomorrow morning. At, <laughs> I think I have to be out of the house at 2.30 to get to. But don't say where time. you're going. Yeah. Parts unknown. Parts unknown. Locations. I, I know. Everybody have a I'll good, safe week. Be careful out there. If you haven't seen somebody in a while, give them a call. Say hello. Life's short. Please and thank you. Be courteous to one another, as Aaron would start off with, but I ain't going to finish it because he yelled at me the other day on the chat room for using his line. But I thank you. Yeah, I copyright. It's in my book. I signed it for you. Um, Who to? Aaron, thank you for letting me sit in for you. For those out there in uh, TV slash internet slash social media slash podcast land, thank you for listening to Thoughts Count Anywhere. Thank you for our lovely studio here. John, behind the board there. Yep. And we'll see you all next week. Absolutely. See you guys next week.